Praise God. Uh, shall we stand if you don't mind? Lord, we want to thank you for this uh, marvelous evening that you blessed us with. And thank you for the graces you give us to come here to, uh, every Tuesday to listen to your word, to imbibe your word. Oh Lord, we just pray in a very special way this evening that your word will capture our hearts, capture our minds, Lord. Your word in a very special way today, Lord, will bring life to us. Life in every area of our lives, Lord, so that we can truly experience more of you, the abundant life that you promised, Lord, that we can truly walk in the spirit and walk in victory all the rest of our lives, Lord. Oh Lord, we just pray that you come, bless us, Lord, enlighten us, Lord, touch our intellect, Lord, touch our minds, touch our spirits, Lord, so that, Lord, your word will uh, make inroads into our lives, Lord, and it will bear much fruit in our lives, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Come on, let's raise our hands and praise him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We want to praise you, Lord. We want to bless you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you very much. I don't need this. Okay. Brothers and sisters, uh, what I want to speak to you is not much on John chapter 10. 10. Yes, it's part of, uh, part of this teaching. Uh, but the, uh, the topic given to me is uh, the word is life. Yeah, I think that you're, I heard you're going to do a series on the Word of God or something like that. Yeah, that's what I heard. But anyway, uh, the Word is life. And um, how can the Word of God bring life to us? How can God's Word... Is it not good? Yeah? Too loud. It's always good. When you come like that evening and sit like that, damar, yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, otherwise again you will go like that only. Good night, brother, you will tell. It's okay. Is it really... Is it loud? Yeah? No, loud? Yeah? Is it okay? It's okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah hallelujah. <laughs> yeah? Uh, next time, I, I will, I'll, I'll tell you the solution next time for you. I'll get you something special. Okay, amen. <laughs> Sorry. Amen? Say hallelujah. Yeah? So, hmm. what can God's word do for us? I mean, I'm sure we are all reading God's word every day. Amen? Yes? How many of you read the word of God every day? Hello? Raise, raise your hand at least uh, because camera also, they just raise your hand here. Uh, people will say, what kind of a prayer making is this? Yeah? Yeah, oh, amen? And next time you will get a camera that rotates. <laughs> okay. When you ask a question, it rotates. Okay. So, uh, how can the word of God bring life? What I'm going to do in this session, I thought is, I want to quote a few scriptures. I will quote a few scriptures first to show you that the word of God will bring life. And then I want to go into something practical. How the word of God can bring life in four areas of a Christian. Right? Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. So, John 6, 63. A very famous words of Jesus. Everybody knows it. Hopefully you know it. Jesus said, the words I have spoken to you, they are spirit. They are life. The words I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. So Jesus is very, very, very clear that the word of God, the word that he has spoken, must do two things for you and for me. It will ignite our spirit and bring life to us. Amen? Yeah? 
So that's why today I thought what I should do is not just give a teaching that is, uh, uh, you know, just uh, in theory. I want to uh, speak to you how the word of God can bring life in four areas for each one of us, every one of us. How can you bring it in a very practical way? Yeah. Remember, we know the scripture. In John 1.1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. I'm making this, you know why? I am going to use interchangeably word means you must remember it's Jesus. When I say Jesus, you must remember the word. They are all one. Am I right? The word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Jesus is that word and that word is Jesus. Amen. Eh? I'm going to give you another scripture that tells you the word is life. The word is life. Uh, a scripture will tell you Jesus is life. Amen. In him is life, says the first chapter of John. In him is life. So we are going to use this three, uh, uh, the word, Jesus, and life. When I say life, it means Jesus and the word. When I say word, it means Jesus and life. When I say Jesus, it means life and his word. Amen. Cannot separate them. Cannot separate them. So, the word is Jesus, Jesus is the word, and it is life, light, life truth. Look at this. In 1 John, chapter 1, verse 2, the, the writer is saying, this one who is life itself was revealed to us. We have seen him. Now we testify and proclaim to you that, that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father, and then he was revealed to us. This one who is life, John is telling us, who's this one he's talking about? Jesus Christ. He's saying this one is life itself, was revealed to us, we have seen him. So John is very clear that Jesus not only was, you know, a miracle worker. He was not only who came and did some miracles. He just didn't come, but he brought life. So that's why it is important for you and for me, if you and I say that we are Christians, we know Jesus, we take his name daily, then what does it mean to say? That word must bring life into every single man and woman who calls on the name of Jesus. Amen. Say hallelujah. Show some life. What a beautiful name you sang. The life of Jesus is that. Nobody, nobody, this is my, my take, my take. Nobody can say, I know Jesus and live in depression. My take. How can anyone say, I know Jesus and live in depression? You cannot live in loneliness. You cannot live in emptiness. You cannot live in depression because of the Holy Spirit within you. Amen. Correct, no? He'll bring life. What life he doesn't he makes sure life is ignited into you. John 10, 10, we all know. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And that's why I want to explore today. When Jesus said the word is life and Jesus said I come to give you life, what kind of life did Jesus come to give? That's what we want to understand. How does he influence a Christian's life? Does he influence the entire person? Or does he influence only the spiritual area of a Christian? He, he influences entire life. And we should let the word of God do it. Because the word is life. 
He is life. Who? Jesus. So we must let the Lord, Jesus, influence every single area of your life. I've come that you may have life and have it to the full. And another version says so beautifully, I've come that you may have life and that you may have life, abundant life. Abundant life is the full life. Amen? Correct, no? Who will you say is living the full life if you see somebody on the road? I mean, not on the road, in the prayer meeting. Will you say somebody, hey, he's living the full life, but sitting like a shriveled uh, brinjal. Will you say that? Tell me. Or you will say, you know, when you look at somebody, you know God's life is at work. You know it. The spirit of God is at work. We know it. Because God's spirit and his word must ignite us. It will bring vitality. Amen? Yeah. It will ignite your soul. Ignite your spirit. And that's why Jesus came and said, I have come that you may have life and all its fullness. So the word of God is life. He brings life to you. And that's the reason, I mean, down the ages we have been saying, right? The early church fathers, you must read the word of God daily. That's why we said, right, from the early church, memorize the word of God. If you don't memorize the word of God, the word of God will not become life. Reading alone is not sufficient. Yeah, reading alone is not sufficient. Because why? You see, when you, when you meditate on a word, that word becomes part of you. Amen? Say hallelujah. That's how it is. Anybody, you ask anybody. That's how it is. But we don't meditate on that word. We meditate on nothing. Remember, that's why the word brings, when the word brings life, how will you and I be? We should be like this. Psalm 1, verse 3. Look at this. That person, when I say that person, there means, I mean, I'm talking about new life in Jesus. You, huh? new life in Jesus. You are called new life in Jesus, not I. I mean, I am part of you, but... <laughs> That person, when the word brings life, you'll be like this. That person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do, they prosper. Hallelujah. Isn't it? So it shows. You show, it knows, you know you are living in the Lord. You know you're living in the Spirit. You know you're walking in the Spirit. You know the Word of God is bringing life to you because now you know you are yielding that fruit. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said, a tree is known by its fruit. Amen? Yeah. Some trees don't bear fruit. They look nice. Correct, no? They look so nice. From Japan they came. They never grow. And they never bear fruit. Those are the ones we have at home. Yeah. But Jesus is saying, a tree is known by its fruit. Producing the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23. Producing that fruit of the Holy Spirit. That tree is you. Planted by the streams of water, yields its fruit in season, leaves do not wither. Amen. 
that means what you will never experience dryness in your life you will never experience loneliness in your life you will never experience frustration you will never experience depression no why your leaf does not wither amen hallelujah you will look always young hallelujah correct no you like you <laughs> so correct no you see age is only a number you agree with me age is a number don't worry about how old you are how young you are no use there are people who are 30 they are already looking like 90 there are th people who are 90 they look like 60 because age is not a number it all depends if you let the life of god the life of the spirit the life of the word to flow into your life you will not wither then only the word of god will come alive it 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 waters your spirit it waters your soul it renews your mind and makes you green green whatever you do then it will prosper amen say hallelujah I was praying for a guy recently. He went to Australia. Many people migrate thinking, you know, uh, you know, when you go out, you'll get a job and everything will become hunky-dory because when you go, the first thing you will send to people from there is one photograph. Everything looks splendid. Looks so nice. But you must go there. Please come back after that. So I was praying for this guy. No job. Had a good job here, resigned the job, went to the other place. I'm not, I'm not against immigration. Went to the other place. Now one year, no job. Now he's messaging me every day and saying, brother, pray for me, pray for me. I said, listen, you must let the word bring life to you. Because if you, the word, if you dwell in the word of God, if you pray to the Holy Spirit, what Psalm 1-3 says will become a reality in your life. Amen? Others may go through unemployment, but not you. Because God's favor will be on you. Amen? Say hallelujah. So you don't worry about the economy. Hello? Yeah? Don't look at Sensex. According to Sensex, your pressure also is going. Yeah? Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. That all, all those things don't affect the children of God. Amen? Because we live in another kingdom. Hallelujah? No sensex in the kingdom of God. You know that? Yeah. Don't get worried. Only one currency. You know what currency runs in the kingdom of God? Love. Yeah. So don't get too worried what is happening. Nothing is happening. We are going through a bad phase. Yeah. Let the, everybody will go through a bad phase except you and me. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know why? Because if you live like this, what you will prosper. If you let the word of God, if you take the word of God, meditate on it, you will prosper, says the word of God. So the word of God is the source of life. Amen. Say hallelujah. Come on. Raise your right hand. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So very quickly. Amen. Isn't it? Yeah. So sisters and brothers, we need to learn to fellowship more with the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the author of the word of God. Correct, no? He's the author. He will, it is he that brings the word of God and brings life to you. Ooh, he's a vehicle. Yeah. So if the more you fellowship with the, word, with the Holy Spirit daily, you know, I'm coming from Goa. And they called me for one day. Again, <laughs> to do the walking in victory seminar. 
Why will they call you, right? Everybody is calling you for the walking victory seminar. Why? Breakthroughs. Why? Ultimately, what, what seminars will work well? Which retreats will work well? Retreats will work well. Seminars will work well. When you see a result in your life. Amen. You want to see a breakthrough, right? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Look at it. I'm going to Chennai next week. Which one? Walking in victory. One day. Why? Breakthrough. You learn it, you get a breakthrough. So I was telling them, hey, if, if you don't fellowship with the Holy Spirit daily in your life, you are you're missing Christian life. You don't know what is Christian life. So, you know, uh, uh, I was preaching to a parish long back, and this, this prayer has, by the grace of God, has become uh, very, very famous, you know. Very, everybody knows this prayer, except new life in Jesus. <sighs> I know, I'm just joking, Amma. Oh, don't chop me off. Please give me a love offering. I'll go after this. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, I cut all this, eh? mm. and it's okay, it's going live, it's okay. Once I was at parish praying, and I said, Lord, how to bring the, uh, how to make the Holy Spirit, you know, remember in the charismatic renewal, we call something called the baptism in the Holy Spirit, remember, and we keep it for the last day. Only in the last afternoon of a retreat, everybody in the retreat will say, come Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit will be saying, how did you do one and a half day without me? What a mistake, no? I change all my retreats. My retreat starts with the Holy Spirit now. Amen? <laughs> yeah. Day one, I give out the talk on the Holy Spirit. Not day last, come Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. First day only. I was at a youth retreat in Mumbai, first day Holy Spirit. Why? Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot experience God's love. Without the Holy Spirit, He cannot convict you sin. Who will give the ability for you to repent? Holy Spirit. Who will give the ability for you to forgive? Holy Spirit. Amen. Nobody else can do it. The sooner you connect with Him, the better. So I told this parish... We must awaken. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit is, I, I'm using a new word for people who are in the parish, nominal Catholics who sit here. I say, hey, we should awaken the Holy Spirit. Bring him alive. How to bring him alive? Sit there. We don't need adoration. We don't need one hour to come before the blessed sacrament and do adoration. Sit there. Put a hand on your heart and say, Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, be my helper. Holy Spirit, take control of my life. The Spirit of God that is asleep in your life will awaken. Amen. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Do it every day. And by God's grace, gone around the world. And today, uh, yesterday somebody put a tune to this song. It's become so, so popular, I think, these three lines. Somebody put a tune. They said, ah. Oh. Why? Because we want to see the Holy Spirit. We want to connect with the Holy Spirit daily in our life. I'll tell you what will happen. So, very quickly. You see, the word of God is the source of our life. So the word of God will bring life to four areas of our life. Look at that. The Bible will bring, the, or the word of God will bring life to our spiritual life, emotional life, to our mental life, our mind, and to the physical life. Amen? Hello, are you with me? Yeah, very quickly, yeah? Number one, spiritual. What will the word of God do for us? Here it is. You see... If you don't learn to ponder on the word of God, we must learn to meditate on the word of God like Mary. She could, because she pondered on the word of God, because she meditated on the word of God, Mary could journey with Jesus until the end. Amen? Yeah. Gave her strength. Gave her life. You know why we walk with God for a few years and say bye? Because the word of God has not strengthened us. We have not pondered on the word of God. We have not meditated on the word of God. We are doing casual reading. It will help you little or nothing after some time. 
after some time we all know john 1 correct no how much john 1 we read no now we can tell john enough john let me go to 2 i know what it says why casual reading it's the word of god so the spirit if the if you ponder on the word of god then you and i can journey with the lord for the rest of our life the word of god will sustain you amen yeah the word of god will give you a long haul you'll walk with god 30 years 40 years there are people in this prayer group right 30 years 40 years how because the word of god has sustained their life the word of god sustained mary the word of god gave her that ability whatever people said whatever they did to jesus she just followed him so we must learn to meditate on it if you ponder on the word of god you will be able to journey with jesus whatever may happen in your life james chapter 1 verse 18 says he chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits for all he created look at james james 1:18 says he chose to give us birth through the word the word brings life the word will bring it will take it will give you birth into something new yeah if you keep praying and reading the word of god god will not keep you in one place he will give birth to a new ministry in your life that's how god is he'll show you new things he'll open new ways he'll open new avenues for you new doors for you doors that never opened for you he will open for you because the word of truth will birth something new in your life that is the power of the word of god in our lives yeah look at this that's why we sorry it's here yeah so uh, we know the scripture right in uh, new life will come in 2 corinthians 5:17 if any man is in christ he is a new creation old has gone new has come right if any man is in christ he is a new creation so that this new birth this new process takes how through the word of god your soul your heart will get regenerated the st- the heart of stone will go and the heart of flesh will come and you'll get a new birth this is what is required this is what even ezekiel said but god can do it just through the word of god and when you and it will help you to uh, give you that ability to walk in the spirit that's why i was telling you earlier if you communicate with the spirit connect with the holy spirit daily he will always help you holy spirit be my helper yeah he's amazing he will talk to you he will walk with you he's your helper is a constant companion right who holy spirit you know i was uh, <clears throat> let me share this two quick <coughs> stories to you i finished my retreat in bangladesh and uh, in dhaka and i came to cal calcutta and then you cross immigration right and then you go to the domestic terminal and this particular airline that i took i had to recheck my bag so i crossed through immigration went to the domestic terminal standing in the line to uh, to 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 check in my bag and suddenly i realized my knapsack is missing forgot i don't know where i kept it because when i came back, came out of the international terminal i opened my knapsack put my passport in closed it and forgot to take it <laughs> and i walked in then i realized that my knapsack is not there so i told these guys you know the check in you know i can i go out they said sorry you cannot go out you are already checked in checked in means you have passed the immigration and you have come into the domestic terminal they said you cannot go in cannot go back 
But I said, my knapsack is not here. My, my passport is there. They said, contact the airline. So I contacted the airline. They also told me, sorry, you cannot go. But I said, my passport is there. My laptop is there. <laughs> Everything is in my nap. Then they were, you know, anyway, uh, there was a procedure. I had to sign a register and et cetera, et cetera. And like I checked out, something like that. I went out. I have no clue where I put the knapsack. But the Holy Spirit, I just walked. They asked me, where is it? Where do you think you left it? I said, I have no idea. But let me go out first, no? But I knew one thing. If I went out, I will find it. I just walked. The Holy Spirit just, I just walked. And I came to a particular chair. And there was the bag. No, untouched. People are around it untouched. I said, thank you, Holy Spirit. Picked it up and went in. Why? If you connect with the Holy Spirit daily, what will he do? He will help you in situations like this. He won't panic. The other day I finished uh, uh, teaching at uh, Francis Xavier's uh, a prayer group in Francis Xavier's Cathedral. There's another prayer meeting that meets on Tuesday. I was uh, on Mosque Road, you know, near the mosque. Because uh, Mosque Road and that uh, MM Road, right? There's always this traffic jam there. There's a lot of traffic jam. So uh, it was, uh, you know, uh, yeah, bumper to bumper traffic. Uh, there am I in my car, and suddenly I heard a thud. I looked back, there's an auto guy right behind me. He hit me, actually. Looks like he hit me. He jumped out of the auto and he came in and told me, You hit me. Sometimes you don't know because if your car go back, you could have. But I know I put on my front brake in those kind of cases. But anyway, he came and said, no, 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 you hit me. And he came in front, stood up my car and said, no, no, you have to come out. Park out. And these guys can be, you know, for little or nothing, they can extract money from you and make your life miserable, right? And the, all the love offering they gave went for the auto then. <laughs> you have to put more also. Anyway, so... So, you know, I, I turned my car to, to park where he wanted me. I saw one guy. He was an angel sent by God. One guy said something to this guy. I don't know what, because I was in the car. I went, parked the car, opened the door. This is what I told. I said, Holy Spirit, help me. I got out of the car. Nobody is there. Auto guy is not there. The driver is not there. That guy who spoke to that fellow is not there. They were vanished. How wonderful, isn't it? The Holy Spirit comes and helps you in the time of need. And I saw, he's not there. I drew my car, took a U-turn, I went away. Nobody's there. Praise God. What, what is important for us is to make sure that I live like in the Spirit all the time. What will the Holy Spirit do? He will help you because every day you're telling Holy Spirit, be my helper, take control of my life. I love you. Holy Spirit said, no problem, don't worry. I will settle this auto guy. Hallelujah. Amen. Say hallelujah. Come on. Say hallelujah. Okay. Very quickly. Yeah. Sorry. Amen. Yeah. Peter. 1 Peter 1.23. Look at this beautiful. Huh? Very nice word. You have been born again. Not of the perishable seed. But of imperishable. Through the living and the enduring word of God. Amen. Say hallelujah. No? What a beautiful word. No. You have been born again, not of the perishable seed, imperishable seed. Because the imperishable seed is the seed that brings life. That's why when we read the word of God, God is putting a seed in our heart. 
and it will bring forth life imperishable seed through the living and the enduring word of god that's why the word of god will bring life to you your spirit will get ignited amen so hallelujah point number 2 the holy spirit will you know bring life to our emotional area our emotions so important look at the scripture huh? philippians 4 6 and 7 says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to god amen what will worry us now in this day and age economy shares yeah rupees getting depreciated am i right be careful of your savings jobs people are losing jobs am i right they are losing jobs and so don't be surprised economy goes down prayer group will increase hallelujah yeah 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 now there be more more people will come we have to move that said yeah 911 911 revived the church in america you know that yeah they had because of 911 all the churches after that became full mm mm-hmm. so we we go through this sometimes you know our emotions anxiety worry tension yeah how much people go through no unnecessary the word of god is saying don't be anxious about anything hallelujah how nice no how nice anything studies of course students don't worry about exams but parents students say ah re kya baat parents are worrying tension stress but this is it don't get too worried about whether your job is going to be there or not no no don't look at it that god will honor you and he'll keep you you will be the last one to go if it go if you go amen yeah the lord will not just do that i provided the word of god is like that so that this psalm 13 works in your life do not be anxious about anything but in every every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god you know remember jesus said in matthew 6:33 seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and before that what did he say look at the birds of the air lilies of the field they neither sow nor they reap your father in heaven looks after them but in verse 34 he said don't worry about tomorrow remember that hello hi hello yeah who wrote that matthew don't worry about tomorrow he had never met the anglo indians matthew you know those days he never met anglo anglo indian how do they live matthew 634 <laughs> don't worry about tomorrow tomorrow will take care of itself today we eat we drink we be merry tomorrow we will see uh, anglo indian here am i <laughs> that's why you're all tense i am happy go lucky anglo indian isn't it not to get what what is what is matthew what is jesus saying what is uh, uh, paul saying hey make sure don't get anxious unnecessarily no where is the lord then no How many people will come for prayer and say, "Brother, I want this. Are you anxious?" No, brother. Actually, I'm not anxious, but I'm anxious. Yeah, you you listen to them; they are anxious. Do you have faith? Yes, brother. I have a lot of faith, but you look at them; no faith only, because what you're saying is contradictory. 
to what you're living out. You think you have faith. No. I have a feeling. Faith must produce hope. Amen. Yeah. No hope. You have no faith. Don't fool anybody. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, self-discipline. You see, God has not given us the spirit of timidity. No, 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 no. no the spirit of fear, no. God has put within us the spirit of boldness, spirit of courage, going to get tested in the coming days. Yeah, not easy now to preach the gospel now. Isn't it? It's becoming more difficult, am I right? Yeah. It is becoming difficult. But now is the time to show the spirit of courage and boldness in your life. Yeah, I can do, for I can do, I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. When you're emotionally weak, vulnerable, you're feeling very, you know, low. What must we do? Bring the word of God which will bring life to us for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. I don't want to do this today. I can do it through Jesus. Yeah, I can lift up my spirit. Amen. Yeah. How many people think the only way to lift up their spirit when they're low is to go and sit for a retreat? Not necessary. I'm not against a retreat. Yeah, some people are so low they go and sit and retreat. Five days. Pumped up. Seventh day, puncture. <laughs> Correct, no? All, you know. You know why? Because we're living in a, we're living in a hallucination. Like, you know, uh, we don't know what is the word of God. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, um, uh, we finish the retreat and we don't live the way it's supposed to live. The next day we collapse everything, Bible all folded, notebook folded, kept inside there, next year, bye. Nobody can live life like that. It will drain your life away. That's why Jesus said the thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Satan will come, kill your life, take away your life, take away the interest to live. How many are committing suicide, right? Romans 8, uh, 8 1 says, For now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus Christ. How many suffer from guilt, you see? Correct, guilt. Something went wrong, something did wrong, but the guilt is still there, not going. Why? Because if you take the, the word of God, it will bring life. It will remove the stain of sin. Amen? It will. What did Isaiah say? Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 said, Even if your sin is red as scarlet, I will make it white as snow. Amen? Amen. That is the power of the word of God. That is the power of the word. It will bring life to you. Yeah. Uh, third is, you know, your, your mind, your intellect, the word of God can, you know, Change our mind, renew our mind and intellect. The battle is here, right? In the mind, right? We win or lose a battle where? In the mind, not in the emotions. In the mind. If your mind is weak, you lost it. You can come and sit here every Tuesday for a prayer meeting, but you will live like a defeated Christian because your mind is weak. And if your mind is weak, Satan will target you constantly. Constantly. That's why the word will bring life. It will bring life to you. The more you read it, the more it will renew your mind. It will give you the ability to counter the tactics of the enemy. Amen? Say hallelujah. No other way. And if you, you know, I just want to share this amazing healing that happened last week. This lady, 
is 78 years old. And uh, some of you know, maybe some of you know um, this uh, people, person called Brian and Karen Carvalho. I don't know if you all know them, Brian and Karen Carvalho. And they're part of our community. They've been coming. And you know, in our community, you know, everybody prays in tongues. Ten-year-old child is praying in tongues. Everybody is commanding in the name of Jesus. Everybody is confessing the word of God. So that is the culture of our community meeting. That is the culture. That is the atmosphere. They know what is commanding. They know how, how much to pray. So this couple also, they are the they are part of the community, and they came also for the walking weekly seminar. And this lady, dementia, dementia, and they've been praying for their mother. I don't know how long. Maybe nine months, one year. What are they doing? They're commanding, they're speaking God's life. Look at that. They speak God's life into her brain. They're speaking God's life into her brain. They're praying in tongues continually for this lady. And last week, two weeks, I think last two weeks, when she went for a checkup, doctor is shocked. Her brain was, this regeneration is becoming uh, sorry, degeneration is becoming regeneration. Can you imagine? The whole brain. Hallelujah. Doctor is shocked. You know what doctor is saying? Doctor is saying he wants to document this case. And he wants to make it like a case study for his uh, PG students. He said, how can it ever happen? I have never seen anything like this in my medical life. Degeneration. Regeneration. How? And the, and the family is telling me, all that this auntie couldn't do, she can do now. She's playing the piano now. Hallelujah. She couldn't do it, you see. She's knitting now. All that she couldn't do because of this is coming back to her. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. The other day we celebrated our uh, anniversary in their community. So, you know, so we, so we had a quiz also, Bible quiz. We broke into groups and we had Bible cribs, a Bible quiz, and this auntie is giving the answers. Hey, and the wow. You see, the the brain has come alive. Come alive. The word of God can bring life to your mortal body. Romans 8, verse 11, remember? The same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. He can bring life to your mortal body. And this is happening to this lady and she's amazing. The doctor's amazed. So what I'm trying to say, sisters and brothers, this is what God will do. If somebody is suffering from dementia, if somebody is suffering from, what, else, what is it called? Alzheimer's, no? Alzheimer's is common. Everybody in the charismatic renewal suffers from it. They don't remember one scripture also. So Alzheimer's came long back. We were all used to it. Now only doctors discovering it. And there was this, so what I'm trying to say, sisters and brothers, pray the life of God. Pray. Don't worry about your brain condition. God can bring it alive. Amen? The spirit of God can bring it alive. And look at this auntie. Intellect, memory, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen? Greater. Who can do anything to your life? Yeah? So, uh, look at this. Romans 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's what the word of God will do. And that's what the perspective will change. Your renew will change. You will start looking at things from the eyes of God because your mind is renewed and you put on the mind of Christ. Amen.
Last point. Very quickly, physical. Psalm 103 verse 3 says, God forgives all my sins, heals all my diseases. The word of God will bring life even to your mortal body. It will bring life to your mortal body. If you read the word of God diligently, look at this. Psalm, it should be Psalm 118. There is no Psalm 118. Yeah, Psalm 118 verse 17 says, I will not die but live and will proclaim what the Lord has done. Look at that. I will not die. I remember hearing somebody's testimony. Um, the, the, uh, this uh, lady had this suicide tendencies. So he told her, hey, listen, you take Psalm 118 verse uh, 17 and start declaring it. I will not die but live and proclaim what the Lord has done. She lived. All the suicidal tendencies vanished from her life. Amen. You want to die? Psalm 118 verse 117 for you also. Go home. Hey, I will not die. Why should you die? Until the Lord appoints it for you. Yeah? That will bring life. That is what is important in our lives. Yeah? And uh, that's why uh, John chapter 1 verse 4 says, The word gave life to everything that was created. And this life brought light to everyone. Amen. Look at what it says. The word, the word gave life to everything that was created. Amen. Hallelujah, isn't it? That is the power of the word of God. In closing, I want to say, sisters and brothers, in Philippians 2.16, uh, hold firmly to the word of life. Then on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. Amen. Praise God. Hold on to the word of life. What does it mean? Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to the word of God. Hold on to life. Life itself. Don't give up on life so soon. Economy is bad. Let me go. Who will take you? You may say, I want to go, but even to even for funeral, you need money. <laughs> so don't go until the Lord wants you to go. You may say, well, no use living in this world. How, how sad to say that for a Christian. Can a Christian say, I don't want to live? Excuse me, you don't know why Christ died for you. Christ died for you and for me that we may live. Amen? Yeah? And that is very, very important in our life. So, my dear sisters and brothers, in closing, I want to say, the word brings life in four areas. Spiritual, emotional, intellect, and uh, uh, physical. The power of the word. That is the incorruptible seed of the word of God. You will be like Psalm 1, 3. You will be planted by the rivers of water. You'll be planted by the rivers of water. You'll bring fruit. Your leaf will not wither. Whatever you do, you'll be successful. Whatever you do, you'll be prosperous. Amen. Say hallelujah. Come on, raise your hand. Hallelujah. Come on, let's stand. Let's give Jesus a big hand. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, raise your hand. Thank him. Thank him. He is the word. He is life. He is life. He is the word. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, we want to bless your name. We want to bless your name. May your word take control of our life. Oh, Lord, may your seed plant that seed, that incorruptible seed that will bring forth fruit, Lord, in our life. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, Lord, we want to bless you. Lord, we want to praise you. Lord, we want to glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.
in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Say hallelujah. 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 Thank Look you. at your brother and sister. Do one thing before my friend comes. Look at your brother and sister and say, the word brings life. The word brings life. Amen. 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 Bro. Thanks. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You. Yeah, I just, I, I just took uh, Lincoln's permission. Well, just one announcement.